I mean, we could all identify with Harvey because our own hero journey had been like his, mm -hmm. had been to, you know, uproot ourselves from where we were and come here and, and create a new life for ourselves and to find a way into the community and to, we thought, blend in. But clearly, we were not blending in. On May 21st, 1979, a gay riot broke out at City Hall and spread across San Francisco. Gay people are carrying gay people away who have been hurt and hit as the police have moved through. Six months earlier, Mayor George Moscone and Supervisor Harvey Milk had been assassinated at City Hall. She knocked on the door and she said, Joey, they've shot the mayor and, Mus and, and Milk. And we were all like, holy fucking shit. Six months later, the city waited for the Dan White verdict. There was just like a growing crowd and a murmur, like a hostile, like buzzing of bees. People were angry. People were really, really angry. They were portraying Dan White as this kind of fallen golden boy hero. His hero journey was being thwarted, right? Yes, by um, the evil mayor. By the evil mayor and the ultra-evil faggot whispering in his ear. Yeah. Former Supervisor Dan White was not convicted of murder or sentenced to life. White was convicted of manslaughter and sentenced to seven years. The jury was just saying, your lives just don't matter. Were you hoping for a riot? Well, there were many of us who were, like, not opposed to the idea, but we knew that we were so fucking outgunned. Who could predict? <laughs> the police will attack the citizens. We'll hear how the White Knight riots came to break out in episode three of Give Em Hell Harry. I'm insane. I'm like, hold me back. I went home and I called the mayor, and I told her that the cops were totally responsible. In bonus episodes on my Patreon, I'm talking with protesters who were there when the cops attacked. Oh, I distinctly remember I was actually living two doors up from here. So I was right down the street the night at White Night Riots. I was living on Polk Street in a residential hotel. I wasn't expecting a riot. I was expecting anger. And I could hear a police baton in my head the whoosh. And I'm running like hell and suddenly the crowd turns back and I'm forced to run toward the police. The front of the line just hit the police and the police went down. And so we're watching TV and a news flash comes on and we looked at each other and I ran out of the house and jumped on the Muni <laughs> and I literally stepped off the bus and came up and helped them lift this up and throw it through the window. Fabulous. I mean, the police really was populated by thugs and bullies. They weren't gonna be pushed around by any of these pansies. We were definitely yelling, you know, come out of the bars, come out of the bars, the police are attacking our neighborhood. I had several friends who badly I mean, they were brutal. Down at City Hall, people are lifting newspaper machines. They would smash out the front window of the cop car and put it on the seat and light the papers. Walked over from the hate and walked through a massive line of police up Castro Street. And then we went to this gas station where there were tires and we formed a relay line, rolling tires down. And by then, it was a police state. And when the flames came up from the newspapers, they put the tire on top. I remember vividly the 
the individual motorcycles every now and then that were just inflamed. And when the tire went up, it started melting the roof of the police car and the sirens were gone. So you had these huge flames shooting up from the police car. Six cops in what looked like full riot gear get out of the car. I think we burnt 13 police cars. And we started yelling them, get out of our neighborhood, get out of our neighborhood. And then the neighborhood was just inundated with cop cars coming in. Go home! Go home! Go home! I felt a kind of righteousness, you know. An elected politician saying, I'm not going to apologize because my community is burning down City Hall was like mind-blowing. The power of the response on White Night when people were just so furious. We're talking about their lives before and after the riots, too. Well, we've been going out as nuns every once in a while to do street theater. Fundamentalist Christians would come into the Castro to uh, let us know we were sinners, and we just danced around them and tried to get them to dance with us. <laughs> and that scared the shit out of them. I read. them off. Infamous Crimes, White Night Riot Interviews. Everyone was out on the street that night. It wasn't just queer politics, but people were like creating a queer culture. Join me and my girlies at patreon.com slash queer serial for $3 a month. You'll get all the bonus interviews, plus all kinds of fun queer history deep dives and all the bonus episodes from past seasons. There's a link in the episode notes. Thanks for your support making queer serial. Meanwhile, on Castro Street, people were throwing hundreds of Twinkies out the window. <laughs> and there was just a rain of Twinkies all over the street. They got squished by cars and there was just squished Twinkies everywhere on Castro Street.